2: All right, this is Dan Tortora live with Wake Up Call here on site, on location at Trapper's Pizza Pub, 5950. Butternut drive in East Syracuse. And when it comes to East Syracuse, you know the ESM Spartans. We're here tonight for the first time ever with head coach Bob Harrington as well as Rachel Underwood and Isabella Pickard of the ESM girls basketball team. There's some more ladies of the team that are here. Can you give can you give these teammates of yours a little round of applause? Can you show them some love? Here's some good by them here. So we are here every single month at Trapper's Pizza Pub with ESM Athletics. Our first month, the jump off month, was the first month of 2020, in January, we were here with the boys' team, and now we have the girls' basketball team. So, ladies, how are we doing today? Um,
3: yeah, we're good. We're good. How are you, Bella? I'm good.
2: <laughs> so, Coach, the season just came to an end here, and and obviously it's, it's bittersweet, but you were able to make it to sectionals. Just what you can say about the experience of this season, maybe what your takeaways were.
1: Uh, I think it was a very successful season for us and um, to get to sectionals this year was very big for our program, for these ladies, and we faced a formidable opponent, you know, in our first round and unfortunately couldn't get past them, but it was a very successful
2: season. I spoke, you know, on, on the other side of this with uh, Coach Kilpatrick on the boys' side, and about you know ESM in general for basketball to build that up and have it on the boys' side and the girls' side really become something special to both make sectionals this year. What does it say about what's happening at ESM? Do you feel like we're starting to build a, a nice foundation for what's to come?
1: Absolutely, I think that that's something that we I've talked to Coach Kilpatrick about, and I've talked to the ladies about. And something that we've been trying to do for the past three, four years to build up that community, that, that team atmosphere, that family um, that really helps drive the team and drive success.
2: Rachel, this season, how would you describe it in a few words?
3: Awesome. I love this question. <laughs> okay. um, well, we had a couple words this year that we would hang up. Um, on the bleachers during practice a couple words were we and then we'd have I can't with a t crossed out because you always can
2: I can't crossed out and having that there how important was that for you to see that because that is something that a lot of people say I can't you know I, I don't have the ability to that happens in life a lot and when we live in a world with social media there's people who tell you that you can't so how important was it to have something like that crossed out right in front of you every day
3: well, a lot of us, um, like say we don't make a shot or something, we're always like, oh, my God, like I'm so annoyed, I can't do it or something. And then Harrington's always like, no, you can, We all, all of you can. <laughs> so you can, you can always, you know, just having it there and knowing that you can, yeah. like it puts it into your head that you can't give up, you know.
2: Is that how he typically sounds?
3: Yeah. <laughs> just, just like always, that?
2: <laughs> always, always. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Coach, what? why have that up? Why have I can't crossed out? Why was that something that you just felt was the right thing to put up?
1: Well, as Rachel said, a lot of times us, as coaches, we hear the girls come in and they're shooting and they get frustrated and they, you know, they put their head down. I can't do it or, or I stink today or whatever. And we're trying to build that to get away from the negative into the positive. And what I've been trying to, to get into these girls' head a little bit is positivity helps more than the negative thoughts. If you can think positively more than negative, you will be successful in life.
2: Absolutely. And Isabella, what can you say about maybe some words that stick out to you? Are, are it the, is it the same words or is there something else maybe about this season that would describe this season?
0: Um, I'd say adversity. We faced a lot of adversity throughout many of our games and many of our practices. And that's something that has always been going through every single one of our heads. And we've learned to overcome that throughout the season.
2: What has adversity taught you about who you are as a person?
0: Uh, when t- tough times come at you, there's always like ways to like fight through it.
1: This team, do you feel that there's family? Yeah, yeah uh, Bella faced a lot of adversity this year. She was injured a couple times, and she fought back from both of these injuries to to help her teammates out, to be on the floor for them. And as as emotional it was to to be injured, um, she faced a lot of adversity, and our, and our team did as well with injuries and sicknesses and. So that, that that's definitely one of our, our words this year.
2: Having to deal with that and being able to come back not once but twice, what did that do for you, not just on the court but as a person?
0: Um, it showed me that no matter what, like – I want to be back. I want to do the things that I'm able to do. So as long as I can fight through it, which I obviously can, I can come back. <laughs>
2: Did you surprise yourself in your ability to fight through this stuff?
0: Uh, Definitely. At first I was like, there's no way I'm coming back in time because we had senior night and the game before senior night I had hurt myself. So it was really tough on me. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be back for senior night. Um, and luckily it got pushed off and I got time to settle myself and finally came back in time.
2: Rachel, do you get inspired by seeing someone like Bella go through it, which, what she went through and get back. Is that inspiring to you?
3: Um, most definitely because Bella's one of my best friends on the team so seeing her overcome it and I was really sad that I didn't think that she was going to be able to play in senior night which made me sad so seeing that she came back and got to play in senior night it made me really happy because like, that's one of the biggest nights of the like, season. Like Knowing that you get to play in senior night and like finish off your season right so seeing her get over it made me like happy and feel better about our season and our team
2: you said that you guys are close when did that friendship start was it right off the bat or did it happen a little bit into playing together
3: um well we've been playing basketball for a couple years together but when i was in like seventh grade we used to be friends but like it wasn't really like we were close but before this this season started we got really close always went out to get food and everything so we got close going on drives and stuff so
2: Bella, would you say the same thing, or is it more? Yes. <laughs>
3: okay.
2: So what were the drives like? Was there a special music, a certain type of music, oh, a singer? I want to know. Did you guys agree on the music in the car? Because that's important. Well,
3: a couple nights, she'd be like... Oh, I'm kind of feeling Taylor Swift tonight. It's like, no, Bella. It's, no, we got a game. I really want to get hyped. Taylor Swift is not like the vibes right now. No,
2: I don't think Taylor Swift makes anybody want to run out of a tunnel yeah, and win I, a game. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so what was your choice?
3: Oh, um, just really like hardcore rap music. You know? I've got to okay. get my head into it. So, All right,
2: fair enough. Do you have a favorite?
3: Anything that starts with Lil in the beginning, I really enjoy. (laughs) Okay.
2: All right. Fair enough. Bellet, besides Taylor Swift, what else did you want to play in the car?
0: Well, sometimes I'd like to listen to country music. Mm -hmm. It's not like that at all. (laughs) 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 So she'd always tell me, "Ah, give me the ox court. We're done with this or whatever.
2: So So who normally won the battle of the music in the car?
0: Definitely Rachel because she was a passenger. So I just was like, all right, go for
2: it. Okay. Fair enough. So do you have a favorite of hers now? Did she wear off on you a little bit? That's a no. That would be a no. I like my – The look that everybody just saw.
1: They're like the odd couple over here. Yeah, I was going to
2: (laughs) say. Totally different music. Coach, do you have – I guess, what is your favorite type of music?
1: My favorite type? I got a lot of different types. I like a little country – uh, I'll even listen to a little rap sometimes. Okay. But you know, the 80s rap, not this music, new stuff. Music
0: from the Back 70s. When rap
1: was was <laughs> rap. <laughs> so
2: who's your favorite country singer and who's your favorite rapper? Uh, uh,
1: my favorite country singer? It's probably got to be Tim McGraw. Um, okay. I I started listening to country when I was in West Virginia playing baseball, and that was when it was. Um, is there any other music in West Virginia? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I don't think. But back, it was that was uh, Garth Brooks. But yeah, um, now probably Tim McGraw. And okay. my favorite rapper, oof, probably LL Cool J.
2: Okay. Anybody know who LL Cool J is? You, do I you? Know like, he is. I okay. Know. Yeah, LL
1: Cool. Well, that's because so, your dad listened rap, to him too. Wrap the song.
0: Rap the song real quick. <laughs> to the youth of today,
2: LL Cool J is someone who's on. What's the show? NCIS. Oh, yes. Is that the one?
0: Cool.
2: NCIS Which Los NCIS, Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah. So to people now he's an actor. To us he was a rapper. So LL Cool J is actually he is one of the best ones that I've I ever grew up on.
1: There was a bunch, but yeah. yeah.
2: Run DMC. Run
1: DMC. Yep. Yeah. Ice Cube. Run
2: DMC. Ice Cube. Tupac. <laughs> Bauer, oh my God. Easy. Yeah. 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 Tupac. Hard, Notorious hardcore. B.I.G. <laughs> Rachel, do you have? Do you have? Do you go back to to some of those? I don't want to call them the old singers because they're timeless, and I don't want to feel old. So, do you do you listen to Biggie, Tupac, Run DMC, even Diddy? I mean, Diddy was around in the '90s and whatnot. I mean, are there people that you go back and listen to as all now?
3: Um, It's like, like I don't really listen to them myself, but say like I'm in the car with my friends, and their dad is listening to it. Like that's Uh the only time that it really comes. Like, it's my ears. Do you
2: like Do you like Drake? Yeah, he's
3: okay. I
2: don't know. a Meek Mill? A little overrated.
3: Yeah. Meek Mill? Yeah,
2: they're okay, but,
3: like, I like, like, the new, like, the, like, new-new. The new-new? Yeah, like, You like Lil Wayne or no? Mm, he's, like... No? It's like, it's, like, okay, but it's not, like... like so who new-new who are you? Um, like, I like Lil TJ. Um, I like Lil, um, let's see, Lil Baby, um... Uh, what's, I don't you, hear the yo, cheers the, over there. Uh, oh, the Baby. Yeah, I really like, like, yeah,
2: like something with the beats in it. Okay, like, all I, right. I love dancing. Lil Baby and Da Baby. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear, like, Big Baby. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> <laughs> too many hear. babies in there. There's too many babies, yeah, going on here. So it's just different. It's different music now. So, Coach, to, to get back to this season, and, and like I said, you know, bittersweet how you ended up here what can you say about how this team is going to leave ESM Spartans better how, do, how does this year make next year better
1: well we we have the other sign we talked about is the sign we all right and we that was one of our words this year and the girls this year really embrace that that word of we that togetherness that you know some pick each other up when they're down and and when someone has a tough game somebody else helps them steps up and, and has a good game and um Getting to sectionals this year was really big for our program, as we said earlier. And so these girls are are starting to pave the way now in for the future of the girls coming up and the future of this program. And, you know, just being successful in coming in and enjoying the process of getting better. And that, right, you know, with wins and losses put aside, the process of getting better, the wins will come. And we didn't so much focus on winning – We focused on getting better every day in the process of that and being together and being a we and that's that's what's helped our team succeed this year
2: How have you become a better coach this year in your opinion?
1: Uh, I think every year when I look back at the end of the season how the season went um, I think I grow as a coach as much as they grow as players Um, just not only the X's and O's but connecting with the players being personable trying to be you know approachable sometimes players don't like to they're scared to approach their coach because they think they're going to upset them and and i for the past couple of years i've been trying to you know get through to them that you know you can approach me you can you know be i'm personable and i'm not going to get upset all the time you know maybe if there's something that happens that i should be upset at but yeah. um but i think overall i think that's you know that's the mentality we've had this year and as a coach, um, you know, I, I try to educate myself, not only, like I said, in the X's and O's, but in leadership. Um, you know, I've read books by John Gordon that have focused on positivity and, and being that positive leader. And that's what I try to be for these girls as a positive leader, positive influence in their life. Absolutely.
2: And Rachel, how have you become, in your opinion, a better player?
3: um well let's see I wasn't really like I didn't really like think of myself as much of like a leader like in the past couple years but since our team has like gotten younger and younger like we got freshmen sophomore we got all the we got the whole mix on our team so I feel like really like stepping up and like telling people like not bossing them around but like telling them what they're doing wrong what they're doing right like motivating everybody just getting everybody to like get along i feel like i'm one of the people that can like talk to everybody and get everybody together
2: fair enough bella how did you become a better player in your opinion
3: um well
0: like in our team like four years ago we really started from the bottom like really rock bottom um and i feel like every year like just coming together we've all like grown and like we've come together to show that we can actually do it and like even though it took some years to put everything together I feel like this year we're finally getting on track and I definitely see that there's a big future for the rest of our team next year and years to come Um, but I just can't wait to see them all come together and make something happen.
2: Before we get into rapid fire I'm going to stay with you Bella for this. What does it mean to be an ESM Spartan? How would you define that?
0: Wow that's a good (laughs) question. Um, definitely, like, it's it's a family. It really is. I feel that, like, no matter what team I'm on, no matter what sport I play, like, we're all family together. We're all there. We all fight. We all want the same thing. We're all there for the same reason.
2: All right, so the family side of it, fighting together. Rachel, what would you say it means to be an ESM Spartan?
3: Um... Honestly, I would say being ESM Spartan, just, like, representing our school, just, like, everybody is here f- for ESM. Like, we all show the pride going to games for each other. Like, like going to the boys' games, we all, we all, like, when we played JD, we were there, like, we were, like, in that, like, I don't need I can't even describe it. Like, it's, we're all together, and we all just want to win. We want ESM to, like, be number one.
2: Fair enough, Coach. How would you describe being an ESM Spartan?
1: Oh, that's a that's a tough question in some aspects and easy question in others. I was a Spartan. Uh, I graduated from ESM, so there's a lot of pride when it comes to the name ESM Spartans, um, and to to be at my alma mater and to give back and coach and um, develop players. Uh, you know that that's the easy part for me to answer the tough part answer is you know Spartans they're they're tough they don't give up um you know we got some girls on this team bunch of girls that they they're the epitome of a Spartan they don't give up they get they get knocked down uh they get hurt and they just work and come back you know stronger and um so that's you know that's the that's what I think an ESM Spartan is.
2: Fair enough. Before we hop into rapid fire, coach, I'm going to stay with you on this. Tell me something good about Rachel and something good about Bella.
1: That's pretty easy. Um, all the girls on the team, you know, have their great qualities. Um, Rachel, as she stated earlier, she has that ability to to reach everybody on the team and is approachable by everybody on the team. And she's a leader, and that's her—that's her calling. That's her leadership ability, on and off the court. You know, and and we need leaders on the court. We need leaders off the court. So Rachel is that that girl who can calm the waters, so to speak, when things get heated and things. But she's also the one that pushes the other girls. You know, when when they're not doing something maybe up to par, let's go, let's get after it, let's let's do it right type thing. So. Bella, on the other hand, Bella is a quiet fighter. Um, she doesn't yell and scream a lot, or doesn't doesn't get on people too much. But when she's on the court, you can see that she is a fighter. She is a she's determined to make the other team their offense just disrupt their offense. She is determined to disrupt their offense, um, you know. And she's just that that has that that grit, determination uh, of a fighter, of a Spartan. Um, And not only that, but they're both two great ladies. Um, They're fun to be around. They enjoy coming to practice. Um, And they're just, you know, they're going to be successful because they're just great girls.
2: Fair enough. I'm going to ask you to respond to that. Bella, tell me something good about Coach.
0: Um... I just love the fact that he's, like, always there for us, like, also, like, on and off the court. I, um, I definitely feel that I, he's, like, one of, uh, someone that I can trust uh, to come to whatever I need and be able to talk to him. Um, and definitely just, like, he, he's always there to push us and
3: make us, like, work to the best of our ability
0: for, like, the better of us, definitely.
2: Fair enough. Rachel, tell me something good about Coach.
3: Um, he really just wants the best for all of us. Like, no matter what it is, if it's school related, he always says that we can come to him, like, schools first. Like, I have, like, I do this, like, outside-of-school thing where, like, Decca and I had to show up late to practice a couple days for it, and, like, he's okay with it. He wants us to put school before, I mean, yeah, school before sports. So, like, he just wants the best for us.
2: Fair enough. It's time to go into rapid fire. I'm going to get two questions to each of you, and you will have two to ask me. So, in fairness, I put you on the hot seat, but you could put me on the hot seat, too. Coach is going to play in this as well. Coach, my first question is for you. If anyone could play you in a movie, what actor would be you in the story of Bob Harrington's life, and why would you choose that actor?
1: Oh, man, that's a tough question. Uh, I've seen a lot of movies. Um, I connect with a lot of movies, I guess, at, at times, and I was, I was a... I was a baseball player, um, you know, in high school and basketball player in high school. And so I connect all, pretty well to a lot of the sports movies that come out. Um, I don't, it's tough. I, I guess maybe Kevin Costner. Okay. Kevin um, Costner. You know, he he played in a bunch of movies there where it just seems that every time he, you know, got knocked down or was down and out. Yeah. He would, he would come back and he would figure out a way to, to, to pump himself back up and be successful. For the love of the game. Exactly.
2: Yeah, okay, fair enough. Bella, this is one that I came up with today thinking about. So never asked this before this morning. Did ask it to, to somebody who was on the show this morning. So you're at the Oscars. You're accepting an award at the Oscars. And you know that actors and actresses always use that as a platform to talk about something that's important to them. If you had just won an Oscar, what social justice issue or what issue with the world would you take time you'd just say thank you to my family, friends, God, all that good stuff, and then say, I'm I want to say this about this. What would you choose to talk about at the Oscars?
0: Oh my goodness, I don't even know. <laughs> um uh, definitely like I know, equality, I guess, maybe. Like, just, like, making sure that, like, everyone's, like, equal and, like, everyone's treated the same and, like, I don't
2: know. Yeah. Fairness and equality. Rachel, I was going to ask you the same question anyways, and you said that you liked it, so I hope that you got an answer here. What do you got for me? Um.
3: Well, in school, I have been reading books about police brutality, so that's, like, my number one thing, like, and I want to do – like, major in criminal justice, too. So, like, I think I would talk about something about police brutality. I think that's really interesting and stuff. So I'd probably be about that.
2: Fair enough. Which, again, goes back to equality. What's your first question for me? No. no. Anything Um, you want. I have to answer it.
3: Okay. Let's see. If you were trapped in a cage... (laughs) Trapped
2: in a cage?
3: You are trapped in a cage. Okay. And the only... And you had to sing a song and recite all the words. What song would it be in order to get out?
2: To get out of the cage?
3: Yeah, you have to recite a song.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, that is a good one. A song to recite to get out of the cage. Damn. Don't stop believing by journey. Ooh, that's a good one. I would choose that one. one. All right, Bella, what do you got for me? I don't know. Um, Are you from this area? Like.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Even though we're here, like if us and JD were to play, and you went to a game, who would you root for? Ooh, that's a good question.
2: I like the eyes when I got that. I hope that that picked up on the camera. Who that's would I... why
1: defenses are scared of her.
2: Yeah. Who would I root for? Well, you know the answer. I would wear. I would wear a Spartan shirt, and I'd sit with you guys. So, yes, I would. So, yes, and I can. And I can live with that. Wholeheartedly, my buddy was a Red Ram way, way back when, so he might not be happy to hear me say that, but that's okay. I would go sit with you guys. So, Coach, what's your one for me?
1: Um, what is your biggest one of your biggest fears and why? Biggest fears?
2: I don't tend to be afraid of a lot. I think the I think the one thing that I would say because I'm never afraid of a challenge, and I started my own company almost eight years ago after working for ESPN and Fox. So I'm definitely not afraid of doing what I want to do. I would say not having the chance to genuinely know what real love is in this world and to be a dad because I'm not a dad yet. So I would would definitely not want to go through life not having real love and then have that real love create a child or children that I can hopefully raise to be better than me. So I want to get that opportunity.
1: Great, great answer.
2: Thank you. My, my last question for you, Coach, for this round before we get a couple new players up here is hmm, if you had a neon sign above your head everywhere you went and every person could see what that sign said before they even heard you, heard you speak, that's how they knew you. They'd see you from afar, and this sign would just keep flashing. What would the sign say?
1: Wow um, It wouldn't say wow It would say uh, It's going to sound corny But it would say love Simple as that Simple as that
0: Alright
3: Simple as that I
2: say love Rachel It's a three part question But it's fun okay. okay So you can go anywhere in the world in That you haven't been before Where do you go you can take one person that you know and you can take and mom's already decided. So you can take one person that you know and one celebrity. Where do you go and who do you take?
3: Okay. Um Ooh. I think I'm going to head on over to Australia. Okay. I really love kangaroos. All right. Um Be careful they punch. <laughs> I'm really sorry, mom. Uh-oh. I'm so sorry. But my brother, Bumi, also loves kangaroos, so okay. I'm going to have to take them with
2: does me. Ma- does mom love kangaroos?
3: Uh, not, she, she likes frogs. She yeah. said she will if you're going. <laughs> so Yeah, so, so she's going to stay at home. Okay. Um, and I think I might just bring... Um, One celebrity. Let's see. I might have to bring Rihanna with me. Okay. That's my girl. All
2: right, Rihanna. Fair enough. Bella.
0: Please be an easy one. <laughs>
2: what are three words that you want people to say describe you best?
0: Hmm. Um, a fighter. Okay. A hustler. And determination. Fair
2: enough. What's your last one for me? What's your last one oh. for me? Last question. Last question for me.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm getting there. I don't know.
0: <laughs> um. What's your favorite animal? My
2: favorite animal <laughs> it would be a dog. My dog. My dog, Lily. So I've had, this is my fourth dog I've had, but it's the first time I've been a dog dad. And this, and she actually treats me like a little kid would treat a father. So it's pretty crazy. She's super cute, and she's—I never thought I'd have a little dog. And she sits on my shoulder. She's like nine pounds, and she can sit on me and all that good stuff. So, yeah, she's she's warmed my heart more than I thought it was already warm. So, yeah, good old Lily.
1: Wait till you have kids.
2: I know that's what I hear. All right, Rachel, what's your last word for me?
3: Okay, so if a train was about if a train track was about to split into two different directions yeah and one train track has a group of orphans on it
2: i love that your mom's got her head on the table right now
3: (laughs) one train track has a group of orphans yeah and the other has your dog and you have to pick which way the train goes. Oh my god! I know I feel like such a bad person. Um, okay, I maybe like
2: what's your favorite color? Okay, uh, <laughs> green. I would throw on the brakes. Wow! <laughs> I
3: never said that. Word. Yeah, I would have
2: to. I would have to denzel Washington this thing in some way. I'd have to. <laughs> I'd have to make sure I couldn't let the train go toward my dog. And then what I would do if worse came to worse, I wouldn't let anything happen to anybody. So I would take the train and move it away from my dog. And then if I couldn't stop the train myself and get it off the tracks, I'd stand in front of the orphans. Oh,
1: that's amazing! Derail
2: it. Yeah, I derail it myself. I love to hear that. So, to the best of my ability. All right, Coach, what's your last one for me? I'm going to hug my dog tighter tonight. <laughs> and Rachel, please, please, you do not, you can't know where I live. I'm sorry. Can't tell you. I got to let you know now. Now I'm happy that I didn't say JD. God.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. First of all, do you have a bucket list? Yes. And what's number one on your bucket list?
2: Uh, Be a dad. That's number one. Yeah.
1: Well, that was easy. That was an easy one.
2: Yeah. That (laughs) was an easy one. Be a father. So with that being said, we have head coach Bob Harrington as well as Rachel Underwood and Isabella Pickard, myself, Dan Satora, here at Trapper's Pizza Pub every single month with ESM Athletics. It was girls basketball this month wrapping up a fantastic season. So... Please, once again, give these ladies a round of applause. Show them some love here. They did a great job. I wish that Rachel's questions were like Bella's sometimes. <laughs> we'll be back in just a few minutes from Trappers. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thank
0: you.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank you. This is a wake-up call. Fast break.
4: Trapper's Pizza Pub, located on 5950 Butternut Drive in East Syracuse. Right off of Bridge Street is your local community supporter right around the corner. Join us on site at Trapper's Pizza Pub for our live monthly broadcast supporting Central New York student-athletes and their sports programs. Call 315-438-4444 for more information. And find us on Facebook and Instagram at Trapper's Pizza Pub. Trappers Pizza Pub, your local community supporter, right around the corner.
2: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on site, on location. We are live every single month with ESM Athletics. The Spartans are here with us this month for girls' basketball. They just wrapped up their season in the sectionals, and we're here with head coach Bob Harrington as well as Angelita Thomason as well as uh, Gianna Quantz and myself, of course, Dan Tortora, hanging out with you here on Facebook Live, facebook.com backslash live now DT. And, of course, Wake Up Call comes to you during our regularly scheduled broadcast every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time right here. And on mixlr.com backslash wake up call DT. We're at Trappers. This is where we do our ESM events. We're happy to be here with you. Coach is back after part one. You made it through part one, coach. How do you feel you did? I made it. Yep. You're Just still alive. Wiping some sweat. Yep. Sweat from the brow? Yeah. Okay.
1: Some of those questions are they're tough.
2: I think your team asked tougher questions than I did. So, Angelina, <laughs> you first. Oh, no. okay. We're going to jump right into, we're going to Tarantino this and go backward here. What does it mean to be an ESM Spartan, in your opinion?
4: Can I have a second to think?
2: <laughs> okay, okay, so, um, G, I, yeah, you want to think about it?
4: To be a Spartan means to give it your all, fight through everything. I mean, isn't there a whole movie on that?
2: <laughs> yes, 300. About. Yeah. yeah, and that's uh, why your Spartan.
4: student section is called 300, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and it's actually written the same way. Right.
2: So I think on Twitter, that's the picture that you have there. So awesome to have something like that. Gianna, what would you say it means to be a Spartan?
5: Um, I would say the same thing as Angelina, and definitely okay. just the grit and determination to come back from things. Like, obviously, our team has had a lot of injuries, not just with Bella. Like, throughout the season, we've had almost everybody get injured.
1: <laughs> it, it did. It felt like everybody got injured at one point or another. And going through those injuries, how did you guys stay together through all that?
5: Um, We definitely had to support the person who was injured. It's definitely hard being out and just watching, especially in practice. It goes by really slow when you have to sit there and watch. (laughs) But when that person came back, we were all, like, ready to get them back in shape and ready to get them back on their feet and back into the flow of the game.
2: Fair enough. What did you learn from the... Oh yeah! What did you learn from the just give it closer? To oh, it. What sorry. did you learn from the adversity?
5: Um, I definitely learned that you can always come back from anything. I mean, personally, I got three concussions. <laughs> um,
2: three concussions this season. <laughs> Not this season. Okay, just overall. I've, got, I've okay. got
5: one every year since sophomore year during basketball season. Okay. And this year was the first time where I could come back, so I was definitely excited for that. So I learned that you can come back and you can come and be a part of your team again.
2: So You get back from it all. What did you learn from having to go through all that one concussion a year for the last three seasons?
5: Um, I learned that you definitely have to take your time and that when you're ready, you're ready, and that you shouldn't have to really rush it. It's your head. Sports are definitely there, but your head's definitely more important. It's with you for the rest of your life.
2: Absolutely. Angelina, what what can you say about all the adversity this year?
5: Well, I definitely agree with Gianna.
4: There were a ton of injuries. All three of our seniors got injured at some point. It almost seemed like... As soon as Gianna came back from her concussion, I got a concussion, and then as soon as I came back, that's when Bella hurt her ankle. So it was definitely not a laughing matter, but like it's kind, it's kind of funny. Like of course it's our last, it's our last year. All of this keeps happening, but we definitely learned to fight through, and thank God all of us were able to play our senior night and for sectionals. So.
2: Well, and that's the thing is, you got to play senior night and you got to advance to the sectionals. Just yeah. what that means to you, going not only to do that in a season is great. But to do that after everything you've been through, that's got to be a heck of a send-off for you.
4: Yeah, and definitely one game I remember. There was like half of our team on the bench because everybody was out. There was back injuries, ACL, ankles, <laughs> concussions. We had two subs with someone pulled up.
1: Yeah, Wait. it's crazy. Yeah, that was that was pretty hectic. It was a, it was a tough time, and you know sometimes you you look at some of the girls and. They can kind of see it a little bit, but then, you know, slowly but surely, they they start believing a little bit more, and then someone comes back, and it's a little bit more, and it just they just they really didn't stop; they just kept persevering. Gianna, what kept the team going,
2: in your opinion?
5: Um, definitely the bond that we have. I feel like we've uh, we're a lot closer than teams have been in the past. I think that's part of the reason why we had the success that we had this year. Um, a lot of us have been playing together since we were fourth, fifth grade. We played on this little travel team, and we talk about that a lot, about how when we were little we would play together. And I think that's really important for teams to be playing together since Robert.
2: Yeah. So you have that connection for such a long time. How does that help you to know each other's weaknesses, strengths, tendencies? I mean, it's got to be pretty easy to read each other after all that time and to kind of know where people are going to be, know what they're going to do. It's got to give you an, an advantage, I would say.
5: Well, yeah, it definitely helps, and it helps to know like how we're supposed to talk to a certain person because one person could take things one way and another could take it another.
2: What would you say, Angelina, about that, about being around each other for so long and do you ever get on each other's nerves?
4: Oh, we most certainly get on each other's nerves. Yeah. Okay. But I would say if you're looking at our team from outside, you would think, Oh my god, all these girls hate each other. <laughs> but on the inside, like it's all always just joking around. It's always fun in games. Nobody ever takes anything to heart. On the court if we say some things like we know like right after, like we're fine, that's yeah. just how the game goes.
2: Coach, do you how would you describe the environment? Of the team this year, like they said, you know they might look like they hate each other at times, but they really do love each other. They're going to pick each other up. How would you describe it as a coach?
1: Um, as Ange says, it's you can tell they get after each other a little bit in practice, and, and and that's good. And we we've had that more this year than in the past. And I think that drives us a little bit because they're on each other a little bit more, more holding each other more accountable. Um, but there has been times of practice where. They leave practice, and I'm like, I hope the fight doesn't break out in the locker room because, <laughs> you know, they were just kind of, you know, barking at each other. But they really do. After the practice is over, and they walk off the court, you know, I've heard people say, you know, I didn't, I was, you know, I didn't really mean that, getting on you, but whatever. And or they're or they're ribbing each other a little bit, and and that's you know, that's that's good to do as a team because they, they all know they're joking, and it kind of brings them closer together.
2: Fair enough. So we are going to jump right into rapid fire throwing you guys on the hot seat immediately. Can can I just – one more thing
1: about these injuries. Yes. Okay. I know you had something to say. I could feel it, Coach. Yeah, yeah. About these injuries, um, not only the girls work hard to come back, but our trainer, Chris Paneros, just phenomenal job just working with these ladies, keeping them in the training room, getting them treatment, what they needed to do. Can we clap it
2: up for Chris? Chris, Can we show Chris someone?
1: So – and the fact that these girls listen, most of them listen, and they do it – he asked them to do, and that's made that was one of the key to get them back so quickly.
4: Most of the time, <laughs>
1: fair,
2: fair, enough.
1: So a big shout out to Chris and thank you
2: for your work. It's time to play rapid fire two and two. Is how we're going to do it. So, John, I'm going to start with you. If you could switch places, switch lives for 24 hours with any one of your teammates, which teammate would you switch lives with, and why?
5: That's a tough one. <laughs> Um, I would definitely say Lena because she's always walking so slow in the hallway and I just want to know why she's walking so slow constantly.
2: (laughs) Because she's enjoying life. Maybe she's always meant to be in like... right. Maybe you're meant to be in North Carolina or South Carolina where life is a little bit more coasty. Up in New York, we're all in a rush to get nowhere. That's how it is. All right, Angelina.
4: I would say i don't want to be Rachel because I have no rhythm when it comes to dancing, and I want <laughs> okay.
2: to, okay. to dance for one day. Okay. So you would pick Rachel out for rhythm. Fair enough. Okay. I like it. Coach, I kind of want to roll with this one with you. You have to change lives with one of your players. Oh, Which man. one of your players do you switch lives with or switch personalities with for the day?
1: Man. that. Sh- um, you gotta, you gotta give me a second. I'm trying to think of all these girls here. Okay, we got a bunch that weren't here tonight, and hmm, Pro- probably Lena again. Okay, because you know she gets to go snowmobiling. Okay, and you know she, she kind of. She kind of just, uh, like you said, enjoys life and walks around. Do you drive slow? No, she's she's. I'm sure she's a crazy I'm snowmobile driver. I'm right. Sure. Yeah. But um, she so can't drive it. She's, yet. You know. Okay. She's got a camp right, and the, the, she's got a great family. You know, and and they got, they have boats and stuff. They go fishing and skiing, and right. it just sounds like a lot of fun. Boats
2: and snowmobiles. So we need, to do, we need to do a party at that house. That's what we need to do. All right, Coach, what's your, what's your one for me?
1: I, you know, I, had, I had one, and then I was derailed by these other questions. Okay. Um, if you could go back in time. Yes. And meet one person. Okay. Or be that person, who would it be?
2: I would go back in time and meet the first the first people to start my family. That would be pretty cool to kind of like see where it all started for the Tortoras and the Cavinos. And I would also go back and meet Robin Williams and thank him for being the uncle I ne- – to me, the uncle I never had. And you know, a lot of my comedy and my want and, and my happiness in making people laugh came from watching him when I was like three or four. So – Yeah, Robin Williams, when he passed away, it almost felt like a family member. So I definitely want to spend some time with Robin Williams. Good answer. All right, Angelina, what do you got for me? got to ask me a question.
4: If you were stranded on an island.
2: Okay. I love how she looked at me like, I'm not prepared. If you were stranded on an island. She was ready. She just wanted me to be nervous a little bit. All right, go ahead.
4: What would be the first thing around you that you would use to escape to get home?
2: What's on the island? Like a tropical island, like Hawaii, but bees around. Well, I'd probably, you know, try to try to break pieces of the palm tree and start making myself some type of coverage, and then maybe a boat. But I need—I'd have to have some type of way to break that stuff up. But I'd probably try and start to create a, a a means of getting off the island. I would say that's what I would do. All right, Gianna, what do you have for me?
5: So when you were talking with Rachel and Bella, you were talking about having kids. So do you want a girl or do you want a boy?
2: I want a healthy kid. Oh. <laughs> so I would love to have one of each to know what it's like. I don't like weapons, but I think if I have a girl, I'm going to have to like weapons. Because if a guy comes to the house, I'm going to have yes. to be ready for that. So, yes. yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't use it. I would just clean it in front of them a lot. Maybe put a their name on bullets and stuff like that. But no, I would be, I had a
1: baseball bat, so that's all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right by the front door.
2: I would be happy to, to have any healthy child. But yeah, someday. Thank you for that. Uh, Gianna, my second question for you. What is one thing you would change about the world if you could change anything? You got the power. There's no money, nothing that can stop you.
1: That's a scary thought.
5: <laughs> um, I think I would change youth homelessness. I've been doing a project in a class that I have called Public Studies. Okay. And I was just reading about it. A lot of, a lot more kids than you think are considered homeless, and they don't really have the resources. And so what I'm doing for this project is I'm looking into how Syracuse could implement something that would help these kids so they're not the next homeless adults.
2: Can we clap that up? That's, a, that's an awesome thing right there. Youth homelessness. Absolutely need to put an end to all of that, especially people that barely have had a shot at life to begin with. Angelina, my final question for you is, what cereal best describes your personality?
4: Well, Lena seems to think Cocoa Puffs (laughs)
2: because,
4: yes, I can be a little crazy, but I would say Fruity Pebbles because, you know, like I'm a fast-going person and you have to eat that cereal so quick before it gets all (laughs) soggy and nasty, (laughs) so you just got to eat it quickly.
2: I like that. You know what I've realized after all of these years on the planet that I apparently wasn't paying attention to life and milk? If you put a little bit of milk in the bottom enough to mix it around – then it does stay because you got you got time. See, I used to fill the bowl and then fill that milk up a little bit. You got to leave the milk in the bottom and then mix it out a little bit.
4: So you put the milk in first? No,
2: you put the milk in after, okay. but you don't let it go as high anymore. Okay. Okay. Like Cheerios, it can go higher, but not Fruity Pebbles because I think the amount of time on average you have to eat Fruity Pebbles is thirteen point two seconds. So it's pretty quick, but they are very good, and I think I have them in my house right now, Coach. What superhero would you want to be for a day? Um,
1: that's another. That's another tough one, Dan. Um, I would there's like. A, to, there's a lot of superheroes that I think people would like to be. Yeah. Um, Captain Underpants. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's a superhero, is he? In a book he might be, but... Maybe. I don't know. Um, man. I guess I... Because I grew up watching Superman, I, I just watched every single Superman there was, whether it was a cartoon, okay. whether it was the movies, um, because he was there to help people, and he used his his powers for good and, uh, you know, for, for peace and to help people, save people's lives. And I think that, you know, people that, people that put their life on the line, like military people, uh, they are superheroes to me. And to have that, that determination and that courage to do that, um, I, th- I think that's why I'd be Superman.
2: Fair enough. I like the answer. Coach, your last one for me. Um,
1: what, what word best describes you, Dan?
2: Relentless. I would, I would say relentless. I don't ever give up. I don't know how. I can't even say the Q word. That Q U I T word. I can't even. I can't. I can't even. Like when I've talked to people about, like I would never do that. I can't even get the word out of my mouth because I wasn't born that way. I don't know how to. So bring on the zombie apocalypse because I'll stay through it, all of it. All right, Angelina, what's your last one for me?
4: I think Gianna needs to go first on that one.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. The last question.
2: Gianna's got one for me. What do you got? Good. She's soft spoken, so I feel like she's gonna she's gonna hit me with something right now.
5: <laughs> I really, really do. She always yeah, does I this.
2: Anything in the world. Don't worry, it's just live. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. I don't know, Angelina's always the one with the answer, even if it's like remotely not even correct. <laughs> 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 um.
1: What was that, the word that...
5: Guru. She said a guru, guru is somebody who tells the future, all confident in everything.
1: Okay. Because they do. Okay. Fair enough. Or what was that word that someone said, that Lena said or something? That it was... So
4: one of our, like, words for the season was adversity because we'd always fight through adversity. And one of our teammates, Lena, thought it was diversity. So the whole season she kept saying diversity. And one day I look over at her and I'm like, did you just say diversity? She goes, "Yeah, why?" And I was like,
5: "It's adversity."
1: <laughs> we love so, Arlena. Yeah. We love our freshie.
5: Um, you get to be a fly on the wall someplace, and you just get to observe. And know okay. Where, there. where do you pick to observe and watch?
2: Uh, I would love to observe the team t- the team this year going through if it was adversity or diversity. That would have been fun to watch. But I would also say, uh, if I could be a fly on the wall anywhere, I'd want to be in. I'd want to be in the White House. I want to know what's actually going on, and, uh, and yeah, I jokingly said that I'd run for president one day, but I'm like, maybe I have to now, <laughs> you know? I don't want to lose all my hair and sanity, but I do think that we need somebody. It's been a long time since I really honestly feel like there's been, on either side of the coin, people that represent everybody, and I think it's funny, because we talk about being Democratic, Republican, I was like, just be American. What does it mean to be American? What does it mean to stand up for freedom? There once was a time where we were owned by somebody. So how could you treat somebody like that now, first and foremost? And if we're the beacon of hope for freedom, then why don't we treat everyone with freedom? Because it's freedom's a God given right that was taken away by humans. So to say we're not free or this isn't free or this person's free, but there's restrictions and these people can do whatever they want. I just want a president who genuinely cares about everybody. Because, who are we if you don't? And what are we showing the rest of the world if you don't? No doubt, Angelina. It's now your last question.
4: If you could have a sixth sense, what would it
2: be? Can I say what I just heard you say? Yeah. How many senses do we have, John? That was awesome. <laughs> How many are using there? using the resources. <laughs> I like that. This is practice. A lot yeah. of times. It's, it's nice. What play did we just run, so okay,
4: I think I've actually said
2: that before you have so what would what would so what was your question? what would be my sixth sense, so if I could to add one, what would I add? Oh, God I don't want to see dead people what would be my sixth sense i would I would say,, mm, I would say. The ability to see into the future, to be able to assess and try and help what's coming, or I would say x-ray vision to be able to protect places, like to know if something happened and there was a bomb planted somewhere. There's something. In the world we live in today, unfortunately, I feel like if I had that power and could preempt something and protect, especially in schools, because the thing that I think about more than a lot of things, which I shouldn't have to think about this, and I can't imagine being in schools now, is when I was in school, we had you know, fire drills and, and bomb threat drills and all that stuff. What you have to go through today as young kids to be worried about an active shooter and, and, and all of this stuff, I mean, you're going to school, we go to the mall, we go to church, we go to the movies. We should not live in a world where you're going to learn and you have to think, am I safe in this classroom? So any power that could stop that for sure. But, you know, more than anything in this world, I really just hope that I'm young and I'm happy to to live all the years that I've lived. But to see the youth of today, I want you to have the childhood I had where my biggest thing after school was like what snack am i going to have you know what i mean if i was in school the thing that i worried about the most was not studying for my social studies test it wasn't am i safe and i really hope that the world changes for the better for you all because you deserve to have a childhood that you can remember and you deserve to feel like you want to have kids in this world that are going to have a better life than you will so i just i hope for i hope for you all to hope that the world turns around for you i really do So with that being said, Bob Harrington as well as Angelina Thomason as well as Gianna Quantz here with us. Dan Tortora, wake-up call with Dan Tortora, on-site, on-location at Trappers every month with ESM Athletics, and this month was girls basketball. Thank you to the Spartans. Clap it up once again for the team and show them some love. Made it to the sectionals. Some of the toughest questions I've ever been asked, and I appreciate you all. So get home safe. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Dan.
0: It's a wake-up call, Fast Fast break. Break.